everyone, and welcome to Duffy Women. Thank you so much for joining us yet again this week. We appreciate the support. We love the support. Thank you for doing so. So yeah, Duffy Women, um, it's about a mom and a daughter and you know, some friends and some people that we love that are on the show. We talk about stuff that a lot of people may not talk about, but then we do talk about stuff that's like pretty common and, you know, stuff that people talk about every day. So whatever we decide to come up with that night, that's what we're going to talk about. So thank you all for joining us. All right. If you have not followed us on Facebook and or Instagram, uh, or any other social media platform, we would love you to do that. It's very simple. It is Duffy Women. You can't get any easier than that. So please do so. You can also listen to us. You can um, get us wherever you get your podcasts. So please, uh, we just would appreciate it. Please come on. I hate to beg, but come on, man. Come on, seriously. All right. So um, we also want to thank this season's sponsor, who is absolutely wonderful. The law firm of Gillen, Van Asdale, and Sinatra. They're based in Cranberry. Now they've been providing legal services now for 20 years. They were recognized as one of the 10 best family law firms and top 10 personal injury law firms in the state of PA. So we thank them for supporting Duffy Women and for being a part of the show. Please give them a call 724-741-0536 if you are in the market for an attorney, whatever that might be for please give them a call. They can help you out. So as you see, uh, Sarah Duffy is not joining us. Uh, she has not joined us this season because she has decided to step away for a couple of different reasons. So we miss her. We love her. Uh, but we do respect that. And so we decided, oh, hey, it would be fun to have some guest hosts, some people that we know and love, people that I've thought of as daughters uh, along the course of time. And we thought that would be a lot of fun as well. So... <laughs> This evening, we would love to welcome the lovely and talented Abby McCune. Abby, we just, we're so excited that you've joined us. To give you a little bit of background, she comes to us originally from Oklahoma, but has been in Chicago for like almost nine years now, right? So that's yes. pretty impressive. And you love Chicago, right? That's a big thing. I do. Uh, she is my daughter's very, very good friend. I am not going to hold that against her. Uh, she's also a big Oklahoma football fan, and you're never going to find a bigger one. So, yeah. and I mean a bigger fan. Uh, she has a dog named June McCune. <laughs> yes. You know what I meant, right? Okay, a cat. <laughs> really slow the way I want to do it. A cat named Stevie Nicks. Yes. <laughs> but the best thing in her life and the thing she's most proud of is by being called Auntie Abby. She loves to be called Auntie Abby. So obviously, you know, you have some little ones that look up to you and adore you and love you. Uh, you're in the tech field. You love therapy. And uh, with, again, my daughter is your friend. I totally get that. So welcome, Abby. To work. Totally get it. Yeah. We love, we love the Duffies. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome, my dear. Thank you. Okay. So tonight... Uh, I wanted to talk about something because something personally happened to me and I realized that I just suck at it. Um, what makes someone a really good friend or an acquaintance? Like what, where is the line between, wow, that's a really good friend and I want you to be my friend and I want to continue being your friend. Uh, and you know what, I'm going to keep you, um, at a distance. Uh, you're a great person, but I don't want to bring you into my inner circle. 
So very curious uh, about what you guys think about this. I will kind of give you, I think that my heart is a really good friend. In my heart, I'm a really good friend. I, I try to be, but I have to be honest. I get caught up with so much going on in my life that I, I'll think about things and I'll be like, oh, I should do this. I should do this for so-and-so, or I should do that for so-and-so. But then you know, immediately, if I don't write it down or don't put it in my phone, I forget. I mean, simple things, happy birthday or, hey, how are you doing? Or, you know, I know you've been going through. And it's not that I don't think about these things. I do, but I just don't always act on them. So sometimes I think I'm a really bad friend for that reason. And I hate it. I, I want to get better at it. I've always just been caught up in my family and, you know, work and all that kind of stuff. But I, and I have only a handful of good friends at this point, which at my age, from what I understand, you weed a lot of people out by this time in your life. So it's a good thing. And it's a wonderful thing, but I, I need to be a better friend. And so I think it's important. So anyway, but that's, that's me. I want to talk to you. Don't beat yourself up. You're yeah. amazing. I, yeah, I, I know my shortcomings. Let's put it that way. You know what I mean? Like I do, I realize that. So, but you know, I mean, you often think of a good friend as someone who will be there. They would drop anything for you. They listen to you all the time. They tell you what you want to hear, but is that really what it's all about? Thoughts, Abby, what do you think? Oh gosh, I know I thought long and hard about this and I'm gonna not get too philosophical, but maybe a little bit. But when I think of the difference between a friend and an acquaintance, um, I think friends are a constant. Like that is a word that comes to mind because it is what you're describing. You pick up the phone um, and you call them and they're a constant. And I have so many friends throughout the years that have been that for me. You pick up where you left off. Like mm -hmm. time mm -hmm. literally does not matter. Yeah. Time. I have, I have, yeah, a couple friends like that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And I, I feel like, you know, an acquaintance you have, you know, a connection with, and it's a peaceful connection and you might have shared values or something like that. You want to still keep them in your corner. Uh, you know, if you come with, in a conversation about, I don't know, like a job offer or something like there's someone that you want to, you know, have a good thing to say about you. Um, I don't necessarily think it's uh, acquaintance is like a negative word, but you know, sometimes yeah, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. people close, but maybe there are people you don't want to get too close with. But um, I'll also say that I think a big part of what, you know, a friend is that maybe an acquaintance isn't, is that your, your true friends encourage your vulnerability, excuse me. I feel like that is a really big thing for me. I've especially learned as an adult, um, you know, holding the safe space to even just cry and just encourage you to just, I don't know, be angry or be sad or anything. And you can sit and you can be silent. Not with them. Judge. Exactly. So it's, it's like the hard. silence is comfortable with a good friend, you know, mm -hmm. it's comfortable. So that's kind of like a few things that come to mind. Mm -hmm. um, when I think of what that difference is for me. Okay. And Alex would be considered a good friend. Yeah, she's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> she is. We do. We, I feel like we like call each other, you know, after like therapy and it's like, what did we learn emotionally today? Like what, you know what I mean? Like let's unpack yeah, it. Mom. We do. <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. I'm not saying that. No. I, I'm sure. 
very healthy. You this know, boomer energy you're serving is not cute. <laughs> Are you talking just, about? You just rolled your eyes because we're honest with each other. I didn't say that. I did not roll my eyes because you were honest with each other. I did not do any such thing. I just laughed because we call each other after therapy, and and yeah. I know, but you obviously do a lot more than that. I mean, oh yeah, I think I think. Um, I think being a good, I, I mean, you know, the, the line between friend and acquaintance, I don't know. I, I'm very, um, I'm a very open person. I'm also a very talkative, um, empath. I would consider, I have, I, I have a lot of, of friends. Do I have a lot of good friends? I, in my mind, yes. Like in my mind, everybody's my good friend. And I know that that's not necessarily the truth, but, um, but what makes Abby and I different is what I would say. And not different, just evolved more. And Abby and I, that's the thing. I mean, things take time and um, you only have so much time. And, and to Abby's point about not beating yourself up, mom, I mean, you only have so much time. I will say, and I will give a shout out to our friend, Miriam, who's actually your friend, mom, and now my friend that I'm older. Mm-hmm. Somehow she always remembers like the little things. And like, even if she just sends a card and it literally says, love Miriam. She's very good like that. That's what yeah. I mean. She's, she's very good like that. But you know, some people have skills that that's her, a skill of hers. Like I have skills somewhere else, I'm sure. But do you know what I'm saying? Like it, it that's just one of her that's something she's very good at and it does it makes people feel thought of and but not everybody can be like that and and we all yes we can't beat ourselves up about I mean there's only so much time in the day and is time infinite yes is time a construct yes but that's not the world we live in so I'm not going to go there it's not time for you know that kind of talk but I will say like Abby and I it's true it's it's space for honesty too and I, an accountability, like I practice a lot of the things that I learn in therapy with Abby. Like, I'm not really good at being like, you know what? That bothered me or, Hey, let's Mm -hmm. talk this through. And Abby lets me do that. And Abby also reinforces me doing that positively, especially knowing, and she's aware that I struggle with this stuff. So that to me is what we're actively growing and evolving and working on. And Abby, and I do that, I think for the reciprocal for Abby and some of her stuff. And it's just, it's, it's actively growing together. I think that's a, that's a relationship and that's a friendship. And, and that's the difference for me. Okay. Sorry. You can talk now. Oh no, I was going to say, we mentioned it. um, You know, a lot of times we go to our friends to vent. Um, that's probably one of the biggest things we all do. We go to our friends and we basically either want them to side with us, you know, in that sense, or we want them to, you know, just tell us that we're right and, um, it's okay. It'll be fine. And, and I wonder if that is something that is a good trait or a bad trait with a friend. And in what case would it be, you know, I mean, should your friend be like, you know what? I get where you're coming from, but you might want to check yourself on this, you know, X, Y, and Z, or, you know what, there are two sides to every story. You might want to think that maybe in the middle is where the truth is. Um, I don't know. How do you feel about that with a a good friend? Do you expect them to tell you the truth or just be there to listen and to vent to? Gosh, I feel like it's um, a a really true sign. I feel like of friendship is, tough love sometimes. And what that means is just, Hey, you know, 
I want to feel seen and I want to feel heard. So let's do that. Mm-hmm. And so I want to feel safe doing that. And then I want your feedback. And sometimes feedback can be really hard, but if they, if you have that environment and you just feel safe and you feel seen and you feel heard and you trust that person, then I want to hear it. Like, I don't want you to withhold it. And I, I also will note too something that I think is, is a really good also sign of a healthy friendship. And I know Alex and I do this constantly is even if like on the venting topic, even if we really do need to vent or it's even like a moment of crisis. I feel like the first, like we've, we've kind of conditioned ourselves to say, Hey, are you in a space that you can hear this right now? And also I'm looking for either advice or I'm just looking for you to listen or, you know, I'm just, I just need someone to expect her to know the difference between the two, or do you have to tell her? No, like we, we have the open conversation okay, about it. Okay. Like, uh, you know, I, if, if okay. I don't say off the bat, Hey, I just need to listen. I don't need you to problem solve. I just need you to listen. If I don't say that, I feel like she'll ask like a good friend ask because, you know, sometimes people just need to feel heard. Yeah. And I feel like that's a really good, um, you know, sign of a healthy friendship that you can just ask that question. Like, no, I, you know what? I just want to like, bitch, like, that's all I need right now. Just like entertain that. And yeah. that's it. <laughs> yeah. All with Abby and I voice message a lot. Like I voice message everybody because I might I'm gonna get arthritis for texting too much. I can already feel it. So like well, I it's have- tough though because I can't always listen to it till much later. I know. Yeah. Listen, I know the timing isn't what I'm trying to make a point about. Abby and I it's true. Like I get it. But I'm sorry. And and I like hearing voices. I think it's important to hear inflection and I think it's important. So anyway. that's a good point. That is actually a very good point. Yeah. Okay. True you know, so, but Abby and I will voice message. And a lot of times too, like I will go into problem solve mode or she'll go into problem solve mode and we'll like offer our opinion. And then midway through the conversation we'll be like, and if you don't want my feedback, like, just tell me if you want to vent, like it's, it's not, we don't do it perfectly every time. I think I want to normalize that for people. I think sometimes people are like, well, I don't start right away. Like I'm like, no, like it can be mid conversation, but I think we're, I think we are very good at that. I think, I think, and I think we're very self-aware to know, and I will go into a voice message and say, I'm just venting right now, or, you know, whatever it is. And usually Abby knows if I'm just venting, that doesn't necessarily mean I want feedback, but she might eventually down the road. And I think, yeah, I think it's, it's just about just communicating where you are, but it's hard. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is hard because people are conditioned to think that asking for what they need is wrong or is, or yeah. being, or being direct about what they need is too much or, and, and it's, it's not. Or it's rude. Or again, my generation is so, you know, was so different. And I, I think we, you know, I'm trying to work on that, but it's, it's, it's tough. Cause I never want to be rude or never want to be, um, you know, hurt someone's feelings or, you know, I don't know. That's, that's a whole other, a whole other issue. I don't want to derail, but I will say it's interesting that you say the generational part of it, because being raised, you know, by, by boomers, I feel like we feel that. And each generation gets a little more vulnerable Yeah, like this. And so I wonder too, if, if, um, because I, I think about, um, my parent and say me, um, impact of being a a grandfather like my dad specifically and how that has really I don't know changed Mm -hmm. um his perspective on on love and not only your family but your friends and so I wonder if you relate 
if you relate to that kind of like that, uh, you're more vulnerable now as you're like older. Um, yeah, I think you were so. raised not to be. I, I, yeah, because that's the thing. I, it was so different. Like, I mean, you know, you just sucked it up. You did this. You, you know, I mean, it was just a very different time. How do you know when to cut a friend loose? Like, how, what is your, what's your threshold of, you know what? You're annoying. Uh, I don't <laughs> like you really. Uh, how do you know when <laughs> to cut that loose? I can answer that real quick. <laughs> uh, I just, I can what, do you know, I'm worried, you know, caveat to I'm working through this in therapy, the trust issues. If you do something that really violates my trust, it's, it, it's over, you know, for a, a while. At well, least, I you know, gotta, that way with all, you know, with a lot of really, with most relationships, yeah. you know, that trust thing's a big thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah, all right. It's a big thing for me. Alex, are you there? I'm sorry. I just got a really good idea. This is my mind. I'm insane. Okay. So I love it. Abby's bio that she sent you earlier. I want to make me the co-host graphics for this season. And I'm literally texting Sarah Domer, our guest from last week that I want something like Abby's. I'm literally texting her in this moment. Cause if I don't do it now, I will forget. <laughs> and okay, it's done. It's already done. Um, and this is I'm thinking you should probably be within the show and then maybe oh, you're, just right, you're right. But you know what? This is why hey, I mean, it could be wrong. I mean, yeah. if we're bothering you, I can certainly, you know, we can it's for the show. It's for the show. I get that, but you should probably be in the it's, show. when we're done. The I'm show. listening. I'm listening and <laughs> go ahead and re-ask the question and I will answer it. <laughs> We, feel, we all feel seen. But hurt. I need you to react. I need you to re-ask. I, I was there just one more time. I need to know when you cut a friend loose. Oh, right. I knew that. Um, you know, it's a lot. It's hard. I'm interested in how you answered this. Uh, you know, I'm a very, like, I'm a very, once I'm done with someone, I'm done with someone. Mm-hmm. Once I've made a decision, I mean, maybe ex-boyfriends sometimes like sneak in there weirdly, but like for the most part we cut, like I, I don't, once I've decided, like for me, I want to completely. And I've learned over the years that that's not necessarily the right, right way to approach things. I, I think that's wrong. I think that's wrong, but I think sometimes it is necessary. And I also think when you decide that you need to cut a friend loose, you really have to take a moment and look at yourself and ask yourself, why did you, why did I let that get to this point? What is it about how I was showing up that I had to cut the relationship so severely never speak to that person because I've done that with friends. Um, what, what did I do? And the answer is always, I didn't speak up. I wasn't honest. I allowed them to steamroll. I relied on them too heavily because I thought that's what they wanted. I people, you know, all those things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I think when it's time to cut a friend loose, it's, it's almost when you know that they're no longer, unfortunately, whether, and that's the thing, sometimes it doesn't feel like you want to cut them loose. And sometimes it doesn't feel like it's something, yeah, it's something I don't want to do. But I, I feel like when you know that you're no longer able to grow with that person is when you have to, when it's, it's time. And, and maybe you can come back to it. I think that's the thing. Like there, maybe this cutting out is not again, the right approach, but you can come back to it. Maybe, maybe not, but for right now, you're not growing together. And that's the moment. Wow. You guys are so deep. I don't think I can. I know. I just, I can't. 
I can't. I would say too, there is, there is some, you know, just, I don't know, growing up and like, I feel like college, those early years are especially like, who am I? What am I doing with my life? Like you're maturing, you're, you don't even know who you are. Mm -hmm. And, um, which further makes the case that, you know, the friends that have stuck with me through some of those years where you're trying to figure yourself out, still stick with you. Um, is really telling. Wait, are you guys, do you guys have friends that you're still friends with from high school, college? College. Yeah. Okay. I hate, I do. I I have a few, um, uh, really, really close friends uh, from grade school. And then a lot of it is, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I do have a lot of friends that I will still talk to. But do you consider them friends or just yeah, yeah, you'd consider them friends. Okay. Yeah. Paul, my husband has five bazillion friends. Like he literally (laughs) calls different people. He like goes and hangs. I mean, it's really kind of interesting. He knows members, everybody from high school and college. And, uh, Honestly, I'll be like, he'll say, oh, well, you know, um, Joe. So I said, which Joe? You know, 17 Joes that you talk about <laughs> all the time and are constantly, you know, so. Okay. All right. Well, um, thank you both for your insight. Uh, again, you're both very, um, very deep, very deep, very deep, deep, very deep, very philosophical too. You do a lot of therapy. My poor mind. You do. A lot of that. Well, that's good though. I mean, I'm not saying that's not a good thing. That's awesome. I, I, and I, I do too. I mean, I started doing that as well. So we end the show with a, would you rather question? Um, and <laughs> this one's kind of funny. Would you rather have a dog that looks like a baby or would you rather have a baby that looks like a dog? <laughs> okay. Yeah. When I saw this question or when I, I didn't see the question in advance, um, I, but I uh, did wonder what, first of all, what the heck that meant. Um, but I, all I know is that I would much rather I just have, spent the last half hour wondering what you two meant. So answer the question. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Shelly. Well, uh, I'm kidding. Um, but, um, all I know is I'd rather have dogs than kids and no offense to kids. If, <laughs> if there's a kid listening right now, you're doing great. Keep it up. But I just, I would like, you know, I love being an aunt and then I would just like to like hand you back yeah, and you- that's it. Yeah. So I definitely am speaking to <laughs> to animals <laughs> but keep oh, it wait, up out you'd there. rather have a dog that looks like a baby though because then you could i guess that would be the best of both worlds i don't really know like i guess my answer is just whatever is not as is hard to take care of as a, a baby which i guess would be a dog of yeah a dog that looks like a baby <laughs> i think that's accurate right? i would that thing is- yeah that was the guess i was gonna make that mm-hmm. you would pick so yeah now, like, what about you I think I would rather have, I mean, here's the thing, just because I have a dog that looks like a baby does not mean that I can't have a baby. So I would rather have a dog that looks like a baby because I would rather my baby look like an actual baby. (laughs) Yeah. I realize now that this is the dumbest question ever and it's so stupid, but it's kind of funny to hear you say that. Like I'd rather have a dog that looks like a baby, but then I'd really like to have a baby that actually looks like a baby human. Um, And then I could still have the dog that looks like a baby, which would be cute, but 
So yeah, I'm uh, I'm starting to feel you. Mm-hmm. I get it. So okay, well, well that was you. interesting as what well. What do you do, Shelly? Um, I have both. So I I've had both. I've had a baby. What do you like more? And um, I like my grandchildren more. Um, wow, definitely, definitely. That's real. Wow, love my girls. I do. That's real. But I have talked to a number of grandparents. Mm-hmm. A number. Who have said, yeah, you know, if I could have skipped the kid part, yeah. Wow. Well, you can't to get grandkids. So jokes on you. I know you're right. You're absolutely right. The joke is on me. It's all wow. (laughs) Wow. I love my grandkids. That's on science. Yeah. Yeah. So that's (laughs) (laughs) because that's how yeah. That's how it works. Wait, could you explain it to me? No, so when a man and yeah. Or anyone. Women love each other. Anyone and anyone, yeah. Right. Nuts out uh, zone. I get I get where you were going with that. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> but it's true. It, you know, I get it. So anyway, I would like to thank our show's sponsor, Gillen, Van Asdale, and Sinatra Law Offices. They are in Cranberry. They serve everyone in Butler and Allegheny counties, and they do everything from family law to wills to estates and pretty much everything in between. But here's the deal. If you need a great law firm, what you want to do is give them a call, 724-741-0536. Also, if you have not uh, followed us on Instagram and or Facebook, please do so. We would just so appreciate it. Or if you want to share the show, you can find us anywhere that you get your podcast too, which is kind of fun. And you too can hear this very deep philosophical talk of babies and dogs, which is just <laughs> very, um, obviously very, very enlightening. So I would like to say a cheers to both of you for being here. Cheers to those of you who watched this evening and to follow us and support us like our wonderful sponsor this season and to all of you who do so here's well. a friends friends yeah. that's right friends who call yeah. friends at 12 30 at night here we yeah. go that <laughs> notice i didn't pick up when you called out so. i know but that's okay i but or as alex your friend, or alex. i did as your friend i respect that you were sleeping and i, I, I love you anyway I so that's what that's about I love you. I love you anyway. All right, girls. Have a great night. Everybody have a great night. Thanks so much for joining us. Bye. Thank you.